Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. Well, you know, we're in the spring, and a lot of us, as you may have listened to the show last week, you heard us confronting some of the spring um, issues, which is the nasal, the sinus, the coughing, and all of that. And we hope today that that's past us. So as we share our words of wisdom, I hope you'll forgive us if it does a cough or sniff comes up every once in a while. But we do love spring because it brings beautiful flowers and beautiful color. One of the things we're talking about today is concerning color and image of a woman and how she portrays herself. Our guest today is going to spend time educating us about an image. Now, an image which we are going to learn about is created by our primary family, the family you were raised in. It was also created by not only the family, but the area you lived in and of the country and also your influencers through your earlier life. More so than we think. I know once I experienced that having been raised in the South, we were always very conscious of how we looked, how we dressed, our makeup, all that image. And my family felt it was very important. And so I grew up with that. Even today, I find it very difficult to come on the radio without being fully dressed with makeup as if I'm going out the door. It's part of my pattern, and it's what makes me who I am. Now, we're going to learn more about that and how that influences you, how age influences you. As we mature, we sometimes we'll need to change how we create ourselves for the public eye. So my guest today is going to shed great knowledgeable light on that subject. Her name is Deborah Day Fawaz, and she is the CEO of DD Faces. Now, DD or Deborah, excuse me, loves humor, food, family, and the beach. Ooh, the beach. She loves being around other women. She is passionate about encouraging them to embrace their natural beauty to become more confident and comfortable as women. Her interest in hair, makeup, and fashion began as a teenager. On her 16th birthday, her mother treated her to a makeup lesson in a local beauty salon. From there, experiences 
From that experience, her interest for the use of makeup and clothing to create her image started to expand and grow into her lifelong passion. Through TV, makeup classes, and lots of practice on herself and others, she has become a professional makeup artist and image consultant. After 34 years of teaching in the public school system, she now follows her passion and has created DD Faces. Although makeup is her first love, she advises others about color selection for clothing, hair, and makeup. She does professional makeup for headshots, events, public speakers, and private industry. She does workshops. Her workshops teach about color, specific makeup techniques, and how women craft their overall image. Deborah and husband Dan have five adult children and now reside in Flowery Branch, Georgia where they share their home with their much-beloved nine-year-old Maltese, Roxy. So welcome, Deborah. We are all we are all ears here because we do want, I do want, to know more about creating my image. I think I have one, but I'm not sure. So <laughs> what is it? What, what, what do you give a name to this word, image, a definition to it, please? Well, good morning, Joyce. Thank you for having me. So I think of your image really as your nonverbal invitation for others to get to know you. Mm. And the reason I say that is, um, you know, we all try and give other people grace and pride ourselves in not being judgmental, right? Especially women. (laughs) I try. (laughs) Right? We all try. (laughs) But here's what we're fighting against. That's a conscious decision that we're making. But the brain actually registers a a subconscious opinion upon seeing an image. Can I share a little research with you? Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. Okay. So um, the APS, which is the Association of Psychological Science, in 2006, they summarized 30 different experiments that were done by Princeton psychologists. Mm -hmm. And they hooked people up to monitors, you know, kind of like when you get an EKG or whatever medically. And they, the monitors registered the body's physiological response to an image. So on the computer screen came pictures of people, places, animals, some pleasant, some unpleasant, some bizarre, whatever. And Mm -hmm. there was a wide range of response, but the shortest response in the summary of those studies was seven-tenths of a second. I I can't do anything. I can't snap my fingers, (laughs) do anything in seven-tenths of a second. Can you? I mean, I can't even imagine that. So before you even know that you're saying, that's an interesting hairstyle, your your Mm -hmm. subconscious brain has (laughs) made a decision. And so that's one of the things that I tell people is that, um, it re- your first impression really does matter because it's mm-hmm. happening subconsciously before our, we're going for a job interview, maybe we're applying for a loan, or we're going to have coffee with a potential new client. And how we show up 
really does matter. Now, we don't have to get all stressed out about seven-tenths of a second because it goes up to 15 seconds, that range of response. So that old cliche about you have seven seconds to impress, you you pretty much do. You don't have to mm-hmm. pull it off in less than a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't I feel like different areas of the country have different images. For instance, the South is much more, I think, much more dress conscious, where the mm-hmm. North, California, are seem to be a little bit freer. Um, right. Less rules, less... Um, <laughs> um, rules, I guess. Would that? Am I right on that? Yes, I think that you know that happens geographically. It happens mm-hmm. culturally, depending on you know who oh, who's moved where in our country. Yeah. And every culture has different expectations and rules for dress mm-hmm. and hair and makeup and and how you show up. But there mm-hmm. are some you know just kind of general guidelines. To especially as we age, that you and I have chatted about a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, we do want to talk about those because we are basically, my listeners are forty plus, and we are listening. We are facing a new generation, a new thought about makeup. So it's so interesting, and I'm I'm so excited that you're with us today and can give us some light on this because it's you know. So many different opinions out there. So, um, so when you had this this passion start in your early sixteens, mm-hmm. and it just kept growing and growing. By the way, what did you teach when you were in school? When you were a teacher, um, I worked with students and parents with special needs, and then became a coordinator for special needs. Oh, awesome. Children. Awesome. Yeah, from yeah. three to eighteen years old. And uh-huh. I and I did I did really enjoy that. Um mm-hmm. at one point I had three kids in college at the same time and so oh. <laughs> I was coming home from working in education all day and then tutoring at night to make some extra money and yeah. I was kinda of getting burnt out, honestly. And mm-hmm. Just kind of by accident, somebody in the neighborhood said, hey, can you do the girls' makeup on our cul-de-sac for prom? So I, <laughs> I did that, and they loved it. And then the next year, and can how about homecoming? And how about the bat mitzvah, the bar mitzvah? Mm-hmm. How about this wedding? Pretty soon my husband says, stop giving that away, Deborah." <laughs> 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 and so I tell you that story because that ended up that, that interest and passion of mine ended up replacing the tutoring and then came the classes. So I'd always been interested. Um, as a kid, my mom was the minister's wife. She dressed properly, hat, heel. Right. You know, I yep. was that perfect little girl in the 50s with the white gloves and the patent leather shoes and <laughs> lace anklets. Are, are you my vintage to remember that picture? Oh, I'm relating. I'm relating. (laughs) Been there. Oh, that's so funny. Yes. Oh, so funny. Well, but it, but it was, I know probably the feeling. Can you explain the difference in you, for those that are really searching for what would be their passion? You love teaching. 
you had spent many years in teaching and you were doing a great service helping students learn easier and but then what was the difference when you moved into the arena of working with makeup mm-hmm. and reawakening sort of that first love what was that like well first of all it felt very freeing you know mm-hmm. it um when when you get to chase after what you do that feels fun and feels playful um mm-hmm. it's very it's very freeing and it doesn't feel like work right, right. you yeah um and it's still very educational. I mean, I'm still teaching people things mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I get to see the payoff a little quicker where, you know, you lose track of the kids. They graduate. They go to another school. You don't always see their growth and progress down the road. But mm-hmm. working with women, and I check back with them all the time to see how they're doing, what's changed in their life, because... Mm-hmm. When you make those changes in your life, you may need a different look. For example, I I work with some women who work from home. And mm-hmm. so we call that the yoga pant look, okay? So they're not they're not in their pajamas necessarily. I I think that if you're dressed and ready for the day in business mode, you're going to be more productive and more focused. That all works all together. Yes. Um And maybe they just need to run out to the store to pick something up or pick the kids up from school or whatever. So you don't necessarily want to be bare-faced naked, (laughs) right, and look like you just rolled out of bed because who knows who you're going to meet. It could be your next client, your next employer, or your next boyfriend. Who knows? you got to be ready. (laughs) So there's the yoga pants. Yeah. There's the yoga pant look, and then some people work in corporate offices, and they need a little bit more of a corporate look with tamed professional hair and not too bright of colors, but polished and professional. Mm-hmm. We have other people that are artists and free spirits. They can get away with a with a little more, you know, because if they're dress reflects their personality and it's related to their industry and their passion, then then their dress and their hair and their clothing all say, here's who I am before I've even opened my mouth, which I think is very powerful. Yeah. So where do you start when somebody says, I know you may get them through workshops or just, (coughs) excuse me. Well, I thought the cops were over. You you did pretty good for 15 minutes. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I do apologize. But where do you start with a woman when she walks up and says, I need a makeover? Or maybe it's even helping her realize that a makeover is what she needs. Mm -hmm. So it starts out really first with a, a consultation, which is really just a conversation between the two of us, and I do that in person, but I also do that virtually with people, like on Zoom or FaceTime. Um, I have clients that have said, have met me and said, I need a new hairstyle, and I, I don't know what I want. So I tell them to, you know, take some photographs of 
hairstyles you think you want and show that to me so I, I know what the movie is in your head. And then yep. um, I really just start interviewing them because I need to know how much time do you have to get ready in the morning? How many different looks do you need? Where do you work or do you not work? What are you trying to attract in your life? Are you trying to get a corporate job? Are you trying to get a partner? Um, what feels like a lot of makeup? Like, what's too much for you? You know, mm -hmm. and so a lot of times I ask the what are you not willing to do questions because I don't mm -hmm. want to reinvent someone into something they're not comfortable with. Right. Um, so it, it's, it starts with a lot of that interviewing, and then I start offering up options for them like well do you know how to do that do you know how to get out the door in five minutes and look polished and professional mm. i can teach you that or can can we take 20 minutes um photo shoots that is a whole different thing mm. um, i'm mm -hmm. sure you know that the camera dulls down your color about two levels so you got to Step up the makeup and have it be more intense in color. Maybe add some falsies. That would be mm -hmm. eyelashes, mm -hmm. not boobs. <laughs> boobs. <But laughs> not boobs. Okay, you could add usually neck too. up, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh -huh. so. Yeah, so we start with that. Um, we start with that interview, that conversation to figure out what she needs, what fits her lifestyle, what fits her personality. And that's mm. what Embrace Your Natural Beauty is all about. I'm just teaching you something that no one, most of us don't get taught how to do this. You know, the 20-year-olds so get on YouTube now, mm -hmm. watch the Kardashian contouring mm -hmm. videos forever. But a, a lot of us aren't really interested in just sitting and watching something. So if you sit and work with someone and they, I can say, here, turn the brush this way or... Put your mascara on that way, or let me show you how not to have makeup boo-boos so you're you're mm -hmm. not frustrated. Just little mm -hmm. things like that that nobody really tells us. Mm -hmm. Well, I would think that you have, because we get so much input from outside ourselves, that mm -hmm. I know I've walked up, I'm a product of my environment as well. I've walked up and said, I like this hairdo, can I... Could you cut my hair to look like this? And it's mm -hmm. not really a, a hairdo that fits my face. It's just that I see it in other people, and and we have such a, a we think if everybody else is doing it, we need to do it. Now I think as we mature, this goes away. It settles down a bit. For mm -hmm. some people, it never goes away. But right. as we mature, I do think we are a little more. We are better at defining what works for us. So how do you handle a client that comes in with all these uh, preset ideas that are not really um, best suited for who, who and how mm -hmm. she wants to look? So, uh, you know, we do look at different hairstyles and talk about what is the shape of your face and then what would uh -huh. be most complimentary there. And... Uh -huh. um, you know, sometimes people pick a hairstyle, like you said, that looks good on other people, but she doesn't know how to style it at home. So it ends mm -hmm. up in a bun or a ponytail all the time. <laughs> and so, you know, I, so we talk about that. Does, 
does your current hairstyle really serve you? If it only mm. looks good when you're at the hairdresser every six weeks, <laughs> maybe we right. need to look at something else. So I try and gently move, you know, people through those conversations. And, of course, the texture and, and of everybody's hair is different, too. You know, oh, just yeah. because you can wear it, even if I get it cut the same way, my hair may not lay like that or have the body or, you know, whatever. So finding a hairdresser, and I, I'm not a hairdresser. I'm a stylist, but I am mm-hmm. not a hairdresser. So I do encourage people, often I give them a list of questions to take to their hairdresser, oh. as well as the pictures. Could my hair do this? Well, why not? Well, how could I style it? What products do I need? Things like that. Mm-hmm. So just kind of getting them ready for the appointment. I think it's yeah. intimidating to kind of sit in that chair at the hair salon and try and create something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they also get in habits where they like to do a particular haircut, and they do it well, <laughs> you know? Right. And you want to do what you do well. So, but some of the areas that you are, um, spend a lot of time in, uh, would be makeup? Mm hmm. Yes. So, what can I tell you about makeup? Should we talk about makeup for women 40 and over? Well, yes, let's do. And then some of the basic information about makeup such as okay. okay I have just so much money where's the best place for me to put it <laughs> right so I really think that at 40 and over everybody needs some kind of foundation on their face you know our skin has been damaged by the environment the free radicals the <laughs> the baby oil on the beach when we were 15 routine all of that 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 we didn't necessarily know, and that starts showing up as we age. And so very often when women hear the word foundation, they think of, for lack of a better word, I'm going to say pancake makeup. They think heavy Hollywood, like, ew, I don't want to feel that. Or they've had a bad experience with some kind of foundation, and then they just quit. And it is overwhelming. There's so many different kinds, and how do you pick the right color? And how do you apply it? And do you have the right tools? <laughs> I talk about that a lot and instruct people on what tools they need. No job can be done well without the right tools, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's the same for hair and makeup, too. Um, right. So I, I feel that at the very least, a foundation could be a colored powder that matches your skin tone or it could be something that we call a CC cream, which is a quick out-the-door tinted moisturizer with SPF in it. So you've got three in one. You've got color, you've got mm-hmm. your SPF, and you've got your lotion. And mm-hmm. that's oftentimes where I start women that say, I don't want a foundation or I'm really not comfortable wearing yeah. a lot of makeup. So yes. it gives you... It just evens out your skin tone and protects you. We add a little blush on the cheeks or maybe some bronzer, um, some mascara, and something on your lips. 
Mm. And that that's actually the five minutes out the door or the yoga pant look. But you look polished and you you look like you made an effort. You know, when people mm-hmm. go in for a job interview or you are trying to make a good impression on someone else, that other person, their brain is registering what kind of effort you made, Joyce, when you show up to see me <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, if you look like I just put these black pants and this black shirt on and comb my hair and brush my teeth, that may not be enough effort for that right. employer or that client. Yeah. So if we move into the um, 50 plus, 40 plus, are those the criteria that much different or would they also benefit by using the five minute? Um, makeup out the door. They can, they can definitely benefit from that. Some of the guidelines, uh, because as we age, unfortunately, we know that our skin loosens up, loses collagen, so our mm-hmm. eye, our eyelids get a little, little more fleshy or droopy. We get those little fine lines around our lips that everybody Hates, you know, I ask women that all the time. Does your lipstick travel around your face by 10 in the morning? <laughs> well, I can, we can work with that. <laughs> um, so I, some of my suggestions for that would be to lighten up the color of your lips a little. If you did mm. something that was darker, maybe more into the browns that can tend to age us. So get a little rosier, a little peachier. I'm not talking about screaming red or screaming orange, but, you know, something in the mid-tones. Right. Um, If you use a waterproof lip liner first on your lips, now not the 80s, okay? (laughs) Not that dark skinny line, and then we filled it in light, and you know. Oh. And then when we, we ate lunch. And our lipstick uh-huh. came off. We look like a clown. Yeah. <laughs> Not that look. I'm talking about a waterproof lip liner to use as a barrier so your lip color does not leave your lips and travel onto oh, your oh. face. So yeah. it could just be the color of your lips or it could be the color of your lipstick or your lip gloss, your lip cream, whatever you're putting on. So that's really helpful. Um mm-hmm. After 40, it's recommended that you don't use a shimmery, glittery eyeshadow, that you stay in the matte tones. Because wherever you put something shimmery, that's where the light goes to, and that's where the Mm. eye is drawn. So if I put Mm. that in the crease of my eye, but I have hooded, droopy eyelids, I'm drawing attention to something that I really want to hide, not accent. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. So no shimmery eyeshadow. And the last thing I would say that's a little too harsh is black eyeliner. Maybe go go to a chocolate brown. Go to a navy or a plum. Navy and plum are complementary to any eye color and will still give the appearance of an accentuated eye without that harsh black line that can age us. Okay, we're going to stop here and go to a break, and we'll quickly review those when we come back, because I think they're very important that we take pay attention to those areas. So we'll be back shortly. Great. 
transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Deborah Day Fawaz. She is the CEO of DD Faces. And so we have been talking about makeup and the importance of our image. Whatever your image is, is it from the south, is it from the north, east, or west, you still have an image that you have in your brain that you were you were introduced to as a child and you are living that image out what you sometimes miss is that when you go from working at home or not working through a life change and now enter the workplace knowing how to make that transition successfully through creating a new image so Deborah is the authority on that and she has given us some great ideas and before break she did give us a rundown of about five or six things I think uh, on a on the face that a woman 40 plus needs to pay attention to so Deborah do you mind just running over there's those again real quickly for us sure I'm happy to so the first one was some kind of foundation either a, a tinted moisturizer or a colored powder, but just some something to even out your skin tone. Um, in the eye area, no shimmery eyeshadow. Uh, give up your black eyeliner for navy, chocolate brown, or green or plum. Mm-hmm. Um, in the lip area, use a waterproof lip liner as a barrier from your lip color traveling off your lips onto your face. And then lighten up your lip color a little if you are using a deep mauve or a deep plum or something in the browns that Mm -hmm. can tend to look a little harsh on us as we age. So something maybe more rosy, more peachy, just a little lighter in the tone. Mm Mm-hmm. 
All of those are great suggestions, and I even see a few that I need to pay attention to. I was one of those people that tattooed their eyeliner on. So as much as I love that, I love that because I'm blonde, and now I'm a little gray, and so (laughs) my color's gone. You know, I wake up, I have no color. So how would you tone that down, by putting powder on it or... How would you I could tone? do that. You, I mean, you could actually get a um, soft eye pencil in a mm. cream or a pink and go over the top of it because those oh. light colors help open up our eyes and make our eyes look bigger. Mm-hmm. So you could do that, yeah. or you could even go over it with a blue or a green, which would just soften it a little. Right. Yeah. What about those ladies that did the tattoos on their eyebrows? And heaven forbid that that eyebrow thing they're doing now that's really dark. Yeah, the dermablading. They actually cut little slits into your skin and put the dye in there. So it's pretty pretty intense. If you see somebody and they've just had it done... Their eyebrows arrive in the room before they do, Joyce. They do. They do. But a lot of people are really enjoying that because, you know, their eyebrows are gray or they don't have any or they don't want to spend the time to shape and contour Mm -hmm. their eyebrows every day. Um, Mm -hmm. Eyebrows are really important. They They frame our face. We're very emotive as women with our eyes, and our eyebrows move as we talk and have facial expression. And so if you don't have a significant eyebrow, you, you, you need to learn how to create one. And it doesn't have to be a big, complicated thing. Well, I've read some articles that actually say our eyebrows, as we age, change their shape. Is that true? Right. Well, they do. And actually, my eyebrows have relocated on my chin. Oh, oh yes, I've got, oh yes. Isn't that fun? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. But, but how do, do we, but how do we compensate for the eyebrows that don't look like they did when we were 20? So I prefer a really soft kind of crayon and I uh-huh. teach women how to make wispy little strokes so that you are recreating those little hairs where they should be. And no one really teaches us that. All we know is to take the eye pencil and draw the line where our eyebrow used to be. Well, that's harsh as well. (laughs) So if you just, right, if you just make those wispy little strokes and then um, there are several companies that make what's called an eyebrow gel and it actually looks like a mascara wand. And so you Mm. take that wand and you comb your brows and it helps them stay in place and it mm-hmm. also softens that look of that sharp line. Mm-hmm. Now, when you work with a client, which mm-hmm. you do over Skype, um, do you have the products or do you recommend products that they can go out and buy? So both ways. I usually tell them to bring to the computer <laughs> Show me what they're currently using so I can see their stuff. You know, I see their brushes and and the colors they've selected. And then I go through and teach them 
how to create a look with what they already have. But as we're doing that, I also make suggestions. And after mm-hmm. our after our FaceTime call, then I email them a list of suggestions of products that we talked about. And they mm-hmm. also get the list of what we did in the order we did it. You know, when you go to the mall and you get a makeover or you get a facial at the salon, it feels great. It's pampering. Your eyes are closed. <laughs> but can you come home and duplicate that? Usually no. not, right? <laughs> no. So you got to have your eyes open. you <laughs> looking in the mirror, and I, I talk the woman through how to do it, mm-hmm. and then I mm-hmm. give her the list of the steps and the sequence so that she can have it right on her vanity, and it, it's just a practice thing, really. You know, after you get used to it and the order to do it in, it just becomes part of your routine. Mm-hmm. I find I spend less time on my makeup um, than I used to. Well, I've never been one to spend very much, but I do find that as I'm older, I don't spend as much time, so I would probably love your five minute or 15 minute what was it mm-hmm. the yeah, shorter five version minutes out the five door minute. five five products five minutes yeah 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 for mm-hmm. sure <laughs> so we've talked about the face and we're pretty good on the face and you all know that you can go to deborah and have a consultation to help her help you create the face that you want to create. But now let's talk about the colors that will go with you. I've never sure. had my colors done, Deborah. I'm, I think I'm the only one who has never had that done. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you're not, but <laughs> <laughs> most, most people um, have either yellow undertones or pink undertones to their skin. Mm-mm. And about 90, 94% of people in America have pink undertones and less have yellow. So, um. Does that I mean the you, smarter ones have yellow because I'm yellow? Are you yellow? Yeah. I'm yellow. You're a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so so what, sometimes we are just drawn to the colors we were raised in to wear. Because that's all we know, but they may not be the most complementary colors. And so when you don't have, when you have on colors that are not complementary to you, you look older, you look tired, um, it makes your teeth look more yellow, it makes dark circles look more obvious under your eyes. Mm-hmm. All of that. And so it's really interesting when I put the right color on people and then I have them look in the mirror, and then I put the wrong color on them. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you have to do that over and over for somebody's eye to see, like, oh, yeah, I look tired <laughs> in that. Mm-hmm. Um, something else about color is let's talk about trends. Because now oh, it's definitely. spring, and new, new colors are out. But just because it's on the fashion runway in Paris doesn't mean it should be next to my face. Because it may not, it may not be one of those complimentary colors. So mm-hmm. if you want to get in on that fashion trend, get an accessory. Get a pair of shoes in that burnt orange color or oh, a, a belt idea. or a purse. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't have a shirt or a dress next to your face in the color that doesn't best complement you, but you can mm-hmm. still look trendy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I would think coloring, getting your coloring done is one of the most important things you can do for creating your fashion. And, you know, I'm granted I've not had it done, but I know when I have worked with people, they'll say that's your color or that's not right. your color if you have an honest person working with you. So how, so can you do that virtually? I do that virtually. Um, yes. It often comes as a request when, let's say, somebody um, needs a new business card or a new headshot or they want their pictures made for their partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll have them take their phone or their computer in their closet and we go through their clothes and I recommend to them what looks best in the camera or what I think looks best on them. It is easier to do in the daylight because at mm-hmm. night with mm-hmm. uh, LED lights and fluorescent lights, that really affects, <laughs> you know, what yeah. your skin tone looks mm-hmm. like. So daylight is best, but yeah, we can do that virtually. Um, one of the things that almost all of us need in our closet is a black clothing intervention. Like <laughs> I have, <laughs> it's easy, right? It's mm-hmm. easy to put on black, and for whatever reason, as women, we feel like we look slimmer. We are slimmer in black. We think it's more complimentary, and mm-hmm. everybody's got a pair of black shoes and a black bag, so mm-hmm. people tend to do that a lot. It's just wear a lot of black. So one of the things you could do to be a little more <laughs> fascinating and complimentary is to add a fabulous accessory to your black outfit in color or in silver. If you have pink undertones to your skin, general rule of thumb, you should be wearing silver jewelry. If you have yellow uh-huh. undertones to your skin, you should be wearing gold jewelry. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I tend to wear black a lot because it's easier to travel with. You don't need as many. Right. You know, take one pair of black pants and change the tops. But um, still... I'm so impressed with somebody when they put like hot pink on with black or that shocker color that really changes the whole look of the outfit. Yeah. And especially if you're trying to make a great first impression, do mm-hmm. something bold, not not crazy, but <laughs> but like you said a a bold color. Black on the bottom is always fine. I'm really talking about the black shirt, the black pants, yes. the black shoes. Yes. Um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe have a bold scarf on or a bold piece of jewelry or a, a really fabulous handbag over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And it, it'll make you stand out. And that, And that's really what you're looking for in a first impression you want someone to feel like you're approachable, mm-hmm. you're, you're polished, you made an effort to be there, and you're memorable. Mm-hmm. Think about like New Year's Eve at a party or at a gala. Almost everybody's in a black dress. Yes. You're not going to stand out, right? Mm-hmm. Wear a sapphire blue. That color looks great on everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good suggestion. So 
all of us run out and find our sapphire blue dress. <laughs> it's royal. <laughs> it's regal, and it's complimentary to any skin tone. <laughs> uh, do you find that with purple as much? If it's the I, right purple. Purples are okay. okay, but some purples have a lot of yellow in them. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. That, you know, that doesn't work for everybody. Purples and reds are tough. Oh. So here's a suggestion. If you're in the store and you pick something up, red or purple, and you're not sure if it's in the blues or the yellows, if that's mm-hmm. the underlying skin tone, go find another shirt in red and compare them. Then you can immediately see, oh, yeah, this is fire engine red, oh. and I need crimson red. Hmm. Hmm. The, com- the comparison okay. is helpful when you're shopping. Yeah. Right. Well, there are so many facets to this. I mean, we could keep talking and talking and talking and, <laughs> and picking out specifics and <laughs> just have a whole day of this. But I do know that you offer workshops in the uh, Atlanta area, correct? Yes, I do. So I and offer workshops either in things that people specifically ask me. Like if Mm -hmm. someone says, I want to learn how to put false eyelashes on, so Mm -hmm. I could give them a one-on-one lesson with that, or Mm -hmm. which some people prefer. That's their learning style. Other people want it to be a little more social, invite a couple friends over. That's a workshop. Yeah. Yeah. How fun that would be. It is Ordering lunch and you'd have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a color analysis or the five minutes out the door or um, I'm doing one in two weeks on contouring. A lot of people mm. want to learn how to make their nose look thinner or make their cheekbones mm-hmm. stand out. But like I said earlier, they don't want to watch the endless Kardashian contour. <laughs> you know, they want contouring 101. Like what can I do yeah, in right. three minutes, not 30 minutes? <laughs> right. Now, would you share with my guests or my listeners um, how they can get in touch with you? For instance, if they want to do a one-on-one consultation, uh, and then for those that just want more information about you. Sure. So first off, let's talk about the information. Where do they go to find information? And you do have a freebie there on one of those. Right. So probably the easiest thing is if you're on Facebook is to go to my business Facebook page, which is at DD Faces, and Mm -hmm. you'll see before and after pictures of people, and it talks about the workshops, the lessons. Um, I also, every Monday, I do a live tutorial at 10 a.m. on all different kinds of things, like what we talked about today, and that is on the Facebook page at DD Faces page as well. Or if they want to email me and start a conversation that way, my email is ddfaces.beauty at gmail.com. ddfaces.beauty at gmail.com. Okay. Now, if they want, so that's how they get you if they wanted to talk about specifically working with you through Skype if there's mm-hmm. distance Certainly. or one-on-one. Yes, right. I'm happy to talk to anybody and see if we're a good fit for each other. And when they say, then you also do free consultations. So that if... That, you, that's right. You know, that's that first 30-minute 
interview conversation to figure out what they're looking for and how I can mm-hmm. help them. Mm-hmm. Well, I always like to know who I'm working with, you know, if we gel or not. So mm-hmm. I love those consultations just to find out if we really can get on with each other. <laughs> You know, exactly. Because we're talking about something pretty personal here. It is personal. It's very intimate. Yes, exactly. Mm. Right. You're going to have to tell me gently that I have to cover (laughs) up those tattoos. (laughs) Well, you know, there's never anything that's wrong. You know, when I work with women, I don't say, oh, you're doing this all wrong. No. I just offer another way to do it, another way to look at. Would would you consider inviting this color into your wardrobe because it makes your eyes pop? So Mm. it's just kind of, you know, we all get stuck in our lane, right? We gravitate Mm -hmm. towards the same colors or we put our makeup on the same way every day for the last 30 years. And so I just help people get unstuck from staying in their same lane and offer them some new possibilities. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that we do as we age um, is that we have a tendency to not explore as much. We don't reach out. We don't think of creating something different. We wear the big shirts and the black pants, mm-hmm. and we never kind of explore more. Right, and it can be fun. It really can be fun. But many people don't find the exploration um, or like the shopping for new things. They don't find Mm -hmm. that fun because they Mm -hmm. feel intimidated and Mm -hmm. frustrated. And so they just stick with what they know, Mm -hmm. which I totally understand that. So I just try and help people open up to some new possibilities. Well, you do, um, as far as wardrobe suggestions, they're different than when you're dealing with a younger person versus one that has an, an, a mature body. Um, right. We carry our weight totally different. And so true. Uh, some of us, and I'm speaking of myself, um, so there are different issues that we have to consider, and we don't always. And that's the reason the big black shirt, the big shirt right. over the black pants, has become a uniform. Right. <laughs> uniform. That's a good way to explain it. Yeah. yeah. Or we hide. We hide behind the old hairstyle. We hide behind big sloppy clothes. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when we don't feel good, because we look like everybody else, then we don't feel good. Right. And don't, I want everybody, I know you do, want everybody to feel special, beautiful, and confident. Confident, right. And just add a little fun to it. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be drudgery. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually, (laughs) this is a little off topic, but I have had some friends hire me to take their husband shopping because let's say they're going to a class reunion or an event and they know the husband won't listen to them that he always buys the same thing, right? Over and over. And then they argue about it. So I take the man, put him in the dressing room. Well, first I usually take him out and tell him how, how the day's going to go, buy him a beer. So he relaxes a little bit and, uh, 
put them in the dressing room and just start bringing them clothes and say, yeah, I know you don't usually wear this, but let's just see what this does for your eyes or this is going to make your silver hair look beautiful. And they don't mm-hmm. argue with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you did mention something we wanted to talk about. And I think, and not passing over, because I do think that's an important part of, for a man, I mean, they feel very uncomfortable as well. Right. In the maturing process. Right. Yeah. Exactly. We had talked yesterday when visiting about the, the decision that most women face at all earlier, later ages usually, and it's about the gray hair. Do I continue to dye my hair or do I go gray and go natural? Mm-hmm. And you had some really good words of wisdom about that. Well, I think it's a really tough decision. Um, and often when people make the decision and they decide to embrace their gray hair, They don't Mm -hmm. necessarily have a transition plan to get from where they are right now to that natural gray look. So Mm -hmm. that's often when you see people with that silvery skunk stripe down their (laughs) part where their roots are growing out, which I don't think is necessarily the most graceful way (laughs) to make that transition. So Mm -hmm. that could be a conversation with your hairdresser about some highlights and lowlights, you Mm. know, and start pulling that gray through the hair. So Mm -hmm. some of those strands are in your hair color, not just on your part and on your roots. Um, Yeah. The other thing to look at, too, is what what shade is your gray going to be? Some shades of that gray are almost more blue, and it just mm-hmm. depends if that's complementary to your skin tone or not. Just because it's our own hair doesn't mean that it might be our best look, you know? Mm-hmm. Or some yeah. people's gray comes out more blonde, and others mm-hmm. comes out very silvery white. Mm-hmm. So working with um, a mature hairdresser that, has an idea about color and also, I mean, I, I, I love my 22 year olds and I, I have a bunch of them in my family, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure that they understand how 50 and 60 year old women feel when they're making that transition to gray. So mm-hmm. I think finding a hairdresser that has some maturity and is a color expert is helpful. Very good advice. I, I probably come from the, that I'm always going to dye mine, but I visited with a friend the other day that had been saying for a month she was going to do this. And I saw her the other day and she looks done awesome with her gray hair. <laughs> awesome. And I was Great. like, Oh my, this is nice. So anyway, you have given us so many words of wisdom, great guidance on what we can do to embellish our 40-plus years that we can really put into use. And then if we have questions, we know how to get you. So I really do want to thank you because... This has been so valuable to so many of us, myself included. Um, 
I'm going to have to work on those brows. But um, <laughs> there's always something. Aren't we always in evolution? Aren't we always I hope we are all a work in progress, <laughs> and I just hope for, to make it easier for people and, you know, even add some fun to it. Yeah. Well, you are a delight, and I know people would love working with you because one of the things Deborah shared with me that she loves is her humor. And I think that's wonderful to know that you enjoy sharing humor with other people. So thank you, Deborah, for being part of the show. Um, a lot of good information. Thank you, Joyce. I appreciate you having me. Thanks. Now, next week, we'll have another guest that will give us words of wisdom and share their knowledge. And I do hope that you will be with us. Tell your friends about Second Wind with Joyce. For sure, they want to know what Deborah shared with us today. So, thank you for being with us. Thank you for taking the time. And thank you for caring about you. So, till next week, have a great week. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 